Hello. <laughs> that was like a mass, a mass of sound. All right. It was. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Oh, yes. Welcome to episode 21 of the Rewatch podcast. Wow, 21. Oh, we can, our, our podcast can drink now if it so chooses. Uh, yeah, it's true. You know, it's free to make its own decisions. Our uh, podcast is a full adult. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Sure. Can't rent a car yet. No, yeah. Gotta wait four more years for that. Mm hmm. But uh, hello, I'm Aaron. And I'm Brooke. And uh, as I said earlier, actually, this is the Rewatch Podcast. Yes. We watch shows, particularly one show in particular right now. Mm -hmm. We are covering Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, just a quick reminder at the beginning of the show, if you get to the end of our show or actually get through all of our show <laughs> and you enjoyed what you were listening to, you can follow us on Spotify or right. subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we see the numbers and we love it and we appreciate it. Yes, and giving us uh, those follows and subscribes help other people find us as well, you know, algorithms and such. Mm -hmm. Something else that helps those algorithms is rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. The little purple icon thingy. Yes, but click those stars and uh, up we go, up them ratings numbers. Yeah. It helps a lot. It's true. And you can also follow us for memes and such on uh, <laughs> uh, TRW Pod on right. Instagram. We post Brooklyn Nine-Nine memes sometimes. Uh, Brooke posts Brooklyn Nine-Nine memes <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I'm a social media manager. He runs the social media. <laughs> and manager. And manager. <laughs> sort of. And also our Facebook page, Alternative Bird Podcasts. Where you can find everything Brooke and Aaron, pretty much. We yeah. have another podcast, and we post about that one there, too. Yeah. Everything us. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, let's jump into the episode, shall we? Episode 21, Season 1, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Unsolvable. Right. Or if you watched on Hulu, Unsolvable. You, yeah, they didn't put, they didn't remove the E, which was, I don't know. I'm I pretty know. sure it's without the E is the correct way to do that, but... Right. This was written by Prentice Penny and directed by Ken Whittingham. And the, the director's last name is why I said L-O-L-O-L-O at the beginning of the room, so <laughs> sounds very British. Whittingham. Hello, I'm Whittingham. <laughs> Whittingham. Slap a ham on a name, it's British. <laughs> Slap a ham. Slap a ham. <laughs> <laughs> wee, wee, wee. <laughs> why are you so cute? <laughs> All right, so the cold open of this episode Holt walks into the bullpen and he has a cast around his like hand and wrist. Mm -hmm. One of those, it, it kind of looks like one of those you can get at Walmart and that goes around your hand. It has a thumb hole. Right. Yeah. You know, all your fingers are available. Mm -hmm. And Jake questions him about it and he's like, hey, what's up with the cast, dude? And Holt's like, hey, I sprained my wrist. Don't worry about it. Right. Walks onto his office. And uh, Amy is like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> and Holt's like, don't worry about it. And Jake's like, yeah, Amy, calm down. You don't need to ask him. All right, everybody, huddle. Come on over here. Everybody get over here. Everyone's so nosy. <laughs> Very nosy. Jeez. And Jake is like, I think he must have sprained it doing something embarrassing if he wouldn't want to tell us about it, right? Of course, of course. But then we have a what the fuck boil moment that gets <laughs> just inserted into this uh, cold open. Boyle comments that this could be a sports injury, just like his field hockey injury in college. Which Terry is like, uh, men's field hockey? Yeah, he comments that men's field hockey is much more violent and that they don't let you wear anything to cover your breasts. Your breasts? Yeah. The, one that, the ones that men have. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes, so much breast on so men. So much breast. Yeah, Good, especially it needs athletes. to be covered. It needs to be covered. I don't know what you're thinking about, Boyle. Anyway, but then Hulk comes back out to the bullpen. He's like, "I've noticed all the uh, commotion around the origin and reasons for my sprain." Mm-hmm. And he says that he tripped on an uneven sidewalk, like square. Yeah, I don't know what those are called. Yeah. And he thinks this information does not pertain to the jobs that they should all be getting back to right now. He said, mind your business. <laughs> mind your own ass business. That's everyone at work. <laughs> just mind your business because no one knows how to. And then everybody just goes, oh, and starts picking up papers and yeah. going back to work. Everyone leaves. And then Holt approaches Jake and asks, would you like to know how I really sprained my wrist? And oh. Peralta's immediately like, oh, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wants to know. He wants to know. And he was like. I sprained it in a hula hooping class that me and Kevin do for fun. <laughs> and Jake's like immediately delighted. He's like, uh, uh, what? Yeah, he's like, this is <laughs> <What>? golden information. <laughs> what are you telling me? About? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Holt starts showing him pictures of how he has mastered all of the different moves and, he makes and it, techniques. Yeah, he makes it a point that he mastered these all of these moves. Like Which, he like, really specific knows how to names. Do it. It's it's crazy how much detail hula hooping has in here. Of course. And then <laughs> Jake's like, "Why are you why are you telling me all this? Yeah. Why are you showing me these pictures?" Mm-hmm. And Holt says, "Because no one will ever believe you." And then he deletes the pictures of him hula hooping. And Jake's like, oh. And then Holt is just looking at him, like smiling. What is that? R- Riley? Is that a. <laughs> yeah. He just goes, he's just like. <laughs> that was a very little devious move that he made. <laughs> by saying, Holt's no one like, will believe you. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun to see them interact so much and like to be on this level where. They can kind of, it's kind of joking around, you know? Right. They're kind Holt, of having a good time. Right. Holt, Holt's really getting in there with the comedy with Jake. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> kind of matching him on his level, which is, which is cute. Um, so let's go into a synopsis, shall we? We have Jake and Terry uh, trying to solve this unsolvable case that, that was that was worked on like eight years ago. Um, so yeah, it's it, just, they didn't... it's been classified as not solvable. Right, it's been sitting in the backlog. I don't know. Was it them that worked on it, or yeah, like, was yeah. it Terry and Jake were working on? Oh, okay. It. I didn't know if it was other people, and it was dropped, and Jake picked it up. That was theirs. Um, but in the meantime, Amy is lying to Captain Holt about pulling out her wisdom teeth to go on a date with Teddy. So they had this oh. like weekend trip booked, um, and she forgot that she had already agreed to do something for Holt. Right. And so she's like, "I have a dental emergency," and yada yada. Trying to get out of it, uh-huh. which that is not very Amy. Yes. Also, Charles and Vivian are trying to decide whether they should move to Ottawa or not. But Boyle is having a hard time finding some privacy at the precinct to talk to Vivian over the phone. So Rosa and Gina aid him in this. To help find some privacy. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, <laughs> good Lord. Why, why is it that they need to talk on the phone while he's at work? I don't know. Can't they uh, just, like, wait till he, like, is done? Unless it's such a pressing issue, I don't know, but... I don't know, I guess. Yeah, so we have yeah. that. That's that. Yeah. Key story points. So uh, about a minute and 50 seconds in, like pretty much right after the, the theme song goes through. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. Mm-hmm. McDonald's. Catchy. 
uh, Jake brings in a perp and announces that it's his 23rd arrest of the month, a new precinct record. Holt is extremely proud of Jake and gives him the weekend off as a reward, mm-hmm. which, you know, very exciting. 23 very nice. in a month. That's like, man, how many is that a week? That's like at least five a week with some other ones chalked on there. 23 arrests in a month. I mean, there's like 30 days in a month sometimes. Right. That's almost one every day. February has 28. Like, he's that's been, insane. He's been working hard. Working hard, dude. And then about two minutes and 30 seconds in, Amy comes in with a large travel bag that looks like an old lady couch. Cute. And Jake asks what it's for and learns that she and Teddy are going to have a romantic getaway to the Berkshires. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake is obviously unhappy about this, but Amy does not take notice and asks him what he'll be doing. He lies and says that he'll be doing the opposite of the Berkshires, uh, the Workshires, mm-hmm. and he'll be working all weekend, all hard, weekend. hard at work. And we have a funny little moment that happens here. Um, in celebration of this achievement, Boyle starts to do some sort of belly dance to What a Man by Salt and Peppa on this <laughs> boombox. What a man, what a man. Yeah, and Scully then throws a bunch of tacks across the room. <laughs> That those was insane. are pointy and dangerous. Dangerous. What if the, one of those fell and stuck in somebody's skin? Oh my god, that like blew my mind. And then Rosa asks Scully, "Why? He, why would you do that?" She's like, "Why would, why you, why do would you do that?" Are those thumbtacks? And he said, "I thought they would make good confetti." And then Terry's just like, "Why?" Yeah. Which I need a compilation of all of Terry's whys. I do too. I notice <laughs> I he's very wild. incredulous a lot, and I need those moments where he's shocked. He he says why like like that a lot and i bet you there's a compilation out there somewhere it's so intense yes more story points so at three minutes in rosa walks in on charles he's in this uh he's on on the phone in the janitor's closet and he tells her that he he needs to find this a private place to talk to vivian and so this closet works right no yeah Um, He, he was just talking about how like it's like cold on the roof Apparently, he tried to get privacy in the holding cells where yeah, they keep the... Yeah, no. And he was like, they don't give very good advice. Yeah. They, they're always just talking about, bitch, get your life together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still discussing whether or not they're going to move to Canada because that's a big issue. That's, that's, a, that, that's If you remember from our last episode. Right. The, like, that was the main focal point of that episode. Right. Charles did not want to leave, and he just couldn't fess up, and Jake helped him do that. Yeah, and so Rosa, because she is a great friend, she promises to help him find a better place to talk on the phone. Yes. Very nice of her. And then, at three minutes and 40 seconds in, Teddy stops by to see Amy before their big weekend, their lovely romantic weekend. In the book shows. And Gina overhears and is asking about their plans. She wants to, you know, she wants to know what's going on. Uh, but then Gina reminds Amy that she was supposed to help Holt with a community community outreach program. Right. Yeah. yeah. I forget if it was like an actual name for it, but I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And Gina is like, well, you know, you could drop your weekend or you could lie and get out of it which right. she recommends because mm-hmm. that's the Gina way she yeah. lies Amy Amy is like you know what I could I'm pretty sure I can just like work it out with him yeah and, and Gina's like uh-huh even Teddy was like well you know we can just forget the weekend and lose our deposit it's fine but which uh what a nice man what a nice to say, guy to be like 
that's cool. Or not like, oh man, you idiot, like kind of thing. You <laughs> wow, know, you not that kind bitch. of reaction. Forgot about our. Did you forget about our weekend? Shows how much <laughs> you care about me. Oh. Right, right. Uh, but uh, two two like funny moments that just happened in this past scene. Uh, there's a flashback to when Amy originally agreed to help Holt with this thing, and Holt just popped out of the office and was like. Hey, uh, I like need somebody's help on this thing. And mm-hmm. then before he can even get out a full sentence, Amy jumps out of her chair and is like, "Me, me, I volunteer all of my time." Try hard, <laughs> try hard, much. Which, if you notice, when they do the cut from the flashback back to regular, in the flashback, she was had her like tight ass ponytail in. Oh yeah, she was in like she hard was in full Amy mode. mode, right? Right. But then when they cut back to current time she mm-hmm. has her hair like flowing down it's nice and flowy it's she's loose getting ready that. for a fun weekend she's looking good and jake is like damn it i want her literally letting her hair down mm-hmm. and jake <laughs> is definitely like oh oh yeah god i wish that were me we also have <laughs> a moment with gina a Which, what the fuck gina moment currently we we've only had what the fuck boil moments yeah but, but this episode really highlights how fucking weird gina is yeah because gina <laughs> supposedly has lied to holt on multiple occasions with all of these made-up stories like dental emergencies and the death of her siblings specifically triplets because you can lie about that twice apparently <laughs> uh like you were like how does she still work here how did holt even believe her yeah who looks at Gina speaking in her Gina voice as mm-hmm. she says, "Yeah, uh, my cause, my brother died. One and of me. I'm died. one of three triplets, and he <laughs> died tragically. Got hit by a bus. And Holt's like, "Wow, I didn't see any news articles about this, but I'm sure you at can. <laughs> a police precinct where like they can dive into like you've what... been working here for years, but I've never heard anything detective, about family before. Detective work, maybe no birthdays. Or I don't know anything. I, it's crazy, right? But <laughs> a part of me is Holt is probably just letting her get away with it because he knows how Gina is. She's just Gina. He ex- he excuses a lot of bullshit of hers, which. It's so weird because I guess she does enough work to warrant her staying there. Mm-hmm. But also, like, he knows if he doesn't let her go do that thing that she wants to do, she's just going to sit here and not do work. It reminds me of the student that is, like, gifted in some ways and, like, promising, but just has a lot of bad habits and tendencies. But you just like the student because they show so much potential and they have these moments of brilliance, but they just can't apply themselves. Wow. At me next time. Oh, okay. At you, man. <laughs> Is that you? Uh, for sure. Oh my God. For sure. That's you. So many bad, uh, bad habits. But you're not like Gina in that you're straight up lying No, terribly. I don't believe in astrology. So. No. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> oh no. All controversial right. topics. Contro- Is that controversial? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think so. All right, so some more story points we got here. Four minutes and 55 seconds in about, mm-hmm. I don't know, I spitball this sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's, you can guesstimate, it's fine. But Jake walks over to Terry's desk to see uh, what he's doing this weekend. Mm-hmm. And he's like, apparently he's having a little tea party with his daughters. That's and he so is cute. the king of origami napkin folding. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Which is, man, his daughters are being treated right. They are, though. Being treated right. My gosh, so but sweet. 
Jake tells Terry that he's going to be working on a case this weekend. Mm-hmm. And Terry's like, I thought you had the weekend off. And he was like, this this line is important because mm-hmm. it calls back to something. He says, I wanted to, I'd rather spend this weekend getting to the next level in my uh, yeah. career that, that yeah. is. Yeah. Which that's what we forgot. I forgot to mention it. But because it just this could just kind of dawned on me recently. Yeah, that's what Amy says. Right, that's what Amy said that she was she, taking her relationship with Teddy to the next level. Right. So I think that Jake is doing this thing now where he's just burying his nose in his work. Right. To distract himself from the, the fact pain, that he's not with her. The pain, the sadness, and the fact that he recognizes his feelings now—it's a lot. Right. I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm sorry, Jake, but you know you fucked up here. You waited too long. You waited too long. You should have been like Aaron and just jump on in. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pouncing. He pouncing. But uh, Jake then produces a case file, case fifty-two ABX thirty-two QJ, mm-hmm. which they Good say five hundred times in this scene. They do, <laughs> and it is a seemingly unsolvable case that they worked on eight years ago, as we said in the synopsis mm-hmm. that involved a death in a boat fire yes and like talking about this case sort of reinvigorates terry's want to solve it and he like stands up and he's like you know what i'll help you out he's like i won't I'll, i won't dedicate my whole weekend to this mm-hmm. but i'll i'll entertain the idea of right doing this right we then have a a great joke here uh, Jake asks Terry what the best day of his life was, and Terry says it's a tie between his wedding day and the birth of his baby girls. Then Jake says that solving this case will make those days look like garbage. Oh, that's I aggressive. Don't, I don't know about that. Terry obviously is not reacting well. To that. <laughs> he he's, frowns. He's he frowns. He's not happy, and he doesn't think Jake knows what he's even talking about. He he says he's like, I don't think you know what you're saying. <laughs> he's like <laughs> and, looking down at him like, yeah. Burr. Yeah. And Jake's is like, is it because I'm married and don't have kids? Not married. Right? <laughs> He's not married. That's what I said. You said married. That's I didn't hear the nod. Wait. Oh, I said because I don't married and don't have kids. Don't married? <laughs> you know, I don't married. I don't marry and I don't kid. I don't child. I don't I don't married. child. I don't parent. <laughs> what am I? What am I? What are you? Yeah. Uh, How rude. <laughs> rude. But we go to the next scene. It's like uh, six minutes in, but it's really, it's right after the last one. It's a mm-hmm. continuation. Yeah. And as Jake is briefing Terry on the case, you know, reminding him about all the, uh, I don't know, info. Yeah, yeah. They realize it. that there's no new information since the last time they looked at this eight years ago. Sweet. <laughs> Nothing. Dusting all that off. And there's like a, a little moment where Jake's like, wow, I feel like I'm having like deja vu. Going through, <laughs> yeah, go, going through this case, and it mm-hmm. flashes back to him saying the exact same details over again. Incredible. If a Jake has like spiked up blonde hair, and like <laughs> Charles has like some sort of mullet and is chewing on licorice, I uh-huh. don't know. <laughs> what is that? What is it? What What's is going that? On? But Jake suggests that they could start at the the victim's old apartment. Mm-hmm. His the victim's name is Nate. Dexter. Cool. And uh, when they arrive at the apartment, they discover that Nate's building has been demolished, torn mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And Jake's like, well, you know what? Uh, 
this is going to be great anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. And then seven minutes in, uh, back at the precinct, Rosa uh, goes up to Gina and then starts uh, talking about their secret bathroom. Oh, cute. Babylon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rosa wants to show Charles Babylon so that he can call Vivian from there and have privacy. Yeah. And Gina is very reluctant. And she's like, uh, no, that's our special place, and I will not have it ruined by Charles, who can't keep his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rosa convinces her because she threatens to shred Gina's favorite wolf blanket. Yes. <laughs> we also have some ridiculous jokes now, ridiculous and like jokes. in this past like scene. The uh, first one is that Gina knows Papa John, supposedly. Right. Which knows him. I, and I wrote down... What part of his reckoning will she play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, to, she, she's in with the with the papa. And Rosa says someone is lying to you, because <laughs> like that's probably not possible. Well, at all. That's not Papa John. A second joke is that Charles told Gina about her own surprise party to her face, which shows that uh, there's a little bit of merit in Gina thinking that Charles cannot be trusted with secret bathroom. Uh huh. No. Yeah, he can't be trusted. And I then, wouldn't trust him. <laughs> I wouldn't either. And then going back to when they discovered the apartment building, they Jake just started saying some ridiculous things in order to like keep Terry interested. Mm-hmm. It, Terry was like, "This is bad news," and yeah. Jake was like under his breath was like, "You're bad news," <laughs> yes. like which is what I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry was like, "What?" And Jake was like, "You're bad news to those criminals." Them, them criminals out there. Criminals. Them criminals. Criminals. <laughs> He's like, okay. Okay. And then, and then Jake just says, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Why would you say that? What is that? Don't reference another man's juices. Don't reference another man's juices. Uh-uh. Another thing that I found out is that apparently this case is a reference to the last episode of Dexter, the show. Which I haven't seen. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I've never watched Dexter. But apparently, like, the murder of, like, Dexter was, like, involved the boat as well. Mm. There was, like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. But, yeah, um, it's reference. Yeah. They were, which uh, I looked it up just to make sure it was, like, at least a little true. The, the last season of Dexter aired in 2013. This okay. episode came out in 2014. Oh, yeah. So it was that, like, that checks out. This was like a very recent reference for this show. That checks out. So more key story points. At seven minutes and 50 seconds in, Jake and Terry head to the New York State Penitentiary. Is that how you say that? Penitentiary? Uh, penitentiary. May, um, wow. I never noticed it was spelled like that. Yeah. Penitentiary. <laughs> Penitentiary. Sure. To interview uh, Nate's last known associates. And Jake is very optimistic, but he, uh, you know, finds that there's really no new information at all. Yeah. All the dudes give the exact same airtight story. Yeah. Nothing. Except for some crazy old dude that talks about French toast. Yeah. And so they are preparing then to visit the last suspect, Frank Williams, in the infirmary. Aha. Uh-huh, there's a lead. There's a lead. Last guy. And uh, then, <laughs> would one like, of us go first? I don't know. Oh, I you're coming towards me? I don't know. Oh, are you approaching me? <laughs> are you approaching me right now? Well, I can't step all over your words without saying mine. I don't know. <laughs> so, at eight minutes and 12 seconds in, 
Amy tells Holt that she won't be able to help him with his meeting. She's approaching him now. Right. <laughs> Just <when they> approach <laughs> oh, each other. Oh, she, now she's approaching him. And she says she can't help with his meeting. Sorry about that. But he wants to know why. And she lies and says that she has a dental emergency, taking Gina's advice as she should not. Uh, uh, uh. She needs to get her wisdom teeth removed or something like that. Right. Yep. And Holt's like, wow, you must be in... Yeah, pain. he's like you're. You must be in a lot of pain. But and Amy's like, yes, I'm a, I'm a rock. I am an island. I'm just so strong. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm so, so strong. So strong. <laughs> and then at nine minutes and thirty seconds in, Gina and Rosa lead a frightened and just terrified Charles <laughs> through this decrepit hallway of the precinct, and he's like, "Are you guys gonna like?" He's like, beat oh no, up. you guys are gonna beat me up. Yeah, that's what it is. He's gonna beat me up. He's like so scared. I guess this must have been like a like a little bit of a flashback for him or something. Like, Did I feel he like get something similar happened. Down alleyway and beat up at that's some what point? I think. Yes. <laughs> um, but Rosa pulls aside the stack of boxes and reveals this beautiful, pristine private bathroom Babylon. that is filled with like nice crystals and lavender scents and uh, like a carpet. Like it's so beautiful and like soft lighting. Right, there's like uh, bath salts in there. They're like scented. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they tell Charles that he has to promise not to reveal this bathroom to anyone. And Gina forces him to make a blood pact so he doesn't <clears throat> tell anyone. But that was, this is what the where, fuck, Gina? <laughs> yeah, this is where he can take his phone call. This is, they're doing this for him, but you can't tell anyone. Blood pact. Takes a blood pact. Yes. And, uh, Another small thing that I thought was hilarious that mm-hmm. happened in the Amy and Holt scene was there was a flashback to the previous year where Holt was running his own PowerPoint, which oh he was going to charge God. Amy with this year. But he was like, <laughs> he was holding the remote and he was like, and this next chart will show how the crime rate has gone down in the past year. Right. And he clicks a button. And, and the screen goes blue. It goes blue and there's an error message and he just like his face. And he pauses. It's like a solid like 10, 15 seconds of a silence. <laughs> I swear. Like, it's a long silence. I just erased everything. <laughs> everything. He deleted the. How is there a delete button on the clicker? How is there a delete all on the clicker? What is that? That's a terrible clicker. I don't, I don't know how he did that. He boomer, he boomered it. it so hard. Oh my god, that is so <laughs> funny. Goodness. Oh man, classic. Huh. So, referencing back to the blood pact, some uh, also some behind the scenes here. I mm-hmm. like messed up reading these notes. Nice, <laughs> but. The blood she she did it she pulled out a needle mm-hmm. ready to do a blood pack with Charles. Yeah, she had it something on her, ready for it. And she before they cut away, she definitely pricked her own finger to do the blood pack. Mm-hmm. Which connected with the fact that she knows Papa John. What does that mean? This is the part that she will play in his reckoning. She is going to perform ritual blood magic for Papa John. How does your mind to win work? Win back his his why pizza empire. Your, why does your mind do this? <laughs> what? No. Oh, the Papa's coming. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the day of reckoning will come. Oh my God. He's got to be wet. Stop. And Gina's going to be, be wet. sopping wet, <laughs> just soaked, <laughs> just head to toe soaked. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't get over this. Disgusting. I can't get over it. Can we not? Okay. Okay. okay let's go. Whew. We're going to leave that behind. Let's leave go it to in our the past. next scene. All right. 10 minutes and 23 seconds. In the infirmary, Jake and Terry are questioning a badly beaten Frank Williams. Mm-hmm. They discuss how uh, Frank had apparently fallen onto a shiv and then tripped and fell onto another shiv. And <laughs> then out of the ceiling, a shiv fell and it wow. went into his body. Okay, yeah. It's amazing how people are just leaving these shivs around. Incredible. You'd think the janitorial crew would just like pick yeah. those up more often. I know. You know how concrete oozes uh, shivs. Oh, you know, yeah. We have a problem all the time. Right. They come out of the sidewalk and the, yeah, the you street sweepers come like, through. Fuck, oh, nice. man. I stepped on a shiv I again. just lost a toe. Damn it. <laughs> and Jake, <laughs> and Jake is, you know, leaning into it a little bit. And the guy's like, all right, what do you want? Mm-hmm. So he, Jake is like, do you know anything about the death of Dexter? Oh, I forgot his first name, Nate Dexter. Yes. And he's like, maybe, what do I get if I do? <laughs> and then Jake's like, maybe we can get you into a cell block that has less shivs in it. Right. <laughs> and he's like, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, you know, I think he owed some money. To a man named San Bunsen. Bunsen. Bunsen burner. Bunsen burner. I don't know. But then Jake is extremely happy about his new lead. That's good. Yes. And he starts to so sing happy. a song. Mm-hmm. And I would like to introduce our very first uh, The Rewatch Podcast sing-along. No. Yes. Oh, beat, beat down Boulevard. It's a toughest street in no, town. No. And, and if you step in a gangster crew, you're bound to get beat down. <laughs> oh my God, Aaron, what a was that? Down Boulevard, the toughest street in town. If you step to a gangster crew, you're bound to get beat down. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Sing along. Hmm. I'm not. Okay. This wasn't a hit in uh in the studio here apparently. Uh you're entertaining at least. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just like clips. You do like clips. All right, back into our into our stories after that sing along. Yes. <laughs> Very our nice. Hit, our hit sing along. Oh yeah, it was a hit. Um at 11 minutes and 10 seconds in, Captain Holt decides to check up on Amy and her dental pain and Ooh, Yes, the extreme dental pain. He's really concerned about her, you can tell. And even though he doesn't emote, he can <laughs> tell he's he can tell though he's concerned, and she assures him that she can tough it out until tomorrow. It's fine, but he insists that she visit his brother-in-law, who is a uh, a dentist, like I think like an orthodontist though. Did he he say? says that he's the best orthodontist in the Quinn State area. Right. Yeah, he's really up there. The f- you know, that's, that's five states. But he he can do it that night, like tonight, immediately. Right. Basically. Which is some, uh, a huge damn favor. And he's already set up an appointment for her that evening. And he also offers to drive her to and from the dentist's office. That is quite a boss, don't you think? That's an amazing... Which Gina says at the end of the scene, but what a great dude. Seriously, that is so nice. Dude. If that was like a real predicament of hers, that is super nice. Which, uh, can we talk about how this has become a real predicament for her? Because... Yeah, she is like in, nose deep in this. She's lot. in deep shit, and also it made me feel so cringy. <laughs> I can't stand like when people like lie about stuff that can be proven wrong, and they're like right there. Then, like for 
the thing being the consequences wrong, are right in your face. It's just it makes me cringe really hard. Just screaming in the inside. But then let's jump further. We are at 11 minutes and 54 seconds in. Jake is unable to find Sam Bunsen in the database. Oh no. But Terry informs him that he has tracked down his wife, who hasn't seen him in eight years, she says, right? In a, a, yeah, the exact amount of time since the case. Yes. Um. So they plan to bring her in to take a lie detector test. Lie detector. Lie detector test. Which we jump to some uh, interesting character history, oh, some fun. character knowledge here. Once, while playing a game of lie detector truth or dare, mm-hmm. which apparently they did, Charles confessed to a childhood crush on the teapot from Beauty and the Beast. God, what is that? Hey, folks, you've heard of weebs and their waifus. Uh-huh. You've heard of furries and, and their, their animal waifus. Yeah, fur- furries. But have <laughs> you heard of ceramics and their ceramic waifus? I hate it. <laughs> I don't like anything you just said. He would get a little tiny throw pillow <laughs> with a teapot on because it would be a throw no. pillow instead of a body pillow. See, to be why accurate can you make body pillow jokes and I can't? <laughs> You're always like, you get grumpy when I make them because you think that I associate you with body no, this pillows. Was a, this was a throw pillow joke. But it's a body pillow. It's a throw so, pillow joke. But it still serves the purpose of a body <laughs> pillow because it's a body, well, a teapot on a pillow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's my word. That's what? <laughs> Okay, okay, let's <laughs> let's continue, shall okay, we? Okay. More story points. Let's keep go. Let's keep moving. So, twelve minutes thirty four seconds in, Scully and Hitchcock decide to confront Charles in the copy room because they have some suspicions. They reveal that they have been watching him all day and have deduced that he has been going to the secret bathroom, the which, Babylon. Which Charles is like surprised as to how exactly they've like figured that out and right. he was like since when are you guys good detectives and it's so funny um well they de- they demand to tell him where it is they demand it so all right that they demand that he tells them anyway right. they are the most uh like imposing and like threatening you've ever seen them they are such <laughs> like useless idiots and like soft old men that like they come across as you know, so aggressive in this scene. Their 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 presence is like, I don't know. Their aura is. I actually thought about actually aggressive while we were watching that scene. I was like, huh, man, these two dudes would do great in an actual hard like detective movie. I think even the lighting was kind of dimmed so that their faces were a little bit shadowed, and right. it was just really great to see them actually be useful when it is not anything pertaining to like a a case not actual work not actual work it's literally the opposite of work but if it involves them getting any sort of comfort or like i don't know nice stuff at work then they're going to investigate and like bring back their old selves because we do learn like a lot about their character history yeah later on Later later on seasons they were actually quite good Right. Uh, but like you know, you get to see like a flash of that again. Which, you know, the face that Scully's making in this scene, mm-hmm. I feel like is the face of like a mobster who's like, "I'm sorry, Donnie, but I gotta I'm take sorry, you out." Sorry, Donnie. I, it's unacceptable what you did to the family. <laughs> I'm sorry. Family. You understand? It's just business. It's nothing personal. <laughs> and he shoots him. 
and then he's making that face that Scully's making in that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was just like, oh, just because their characters are stupid, like yeah. they're, they're still like really great actors those faces they're making yeah they are they're great actors and it's also funny because we get to see that they are capable still right they choose not to be (laughs) they choose not they literally choose not to be capable anymore it's crazy they're just lazy which i feel that (laughs) i feel i I feel like i relate to that so the next scene like uh 14 minutes in i looked at that and i was thinking i was gonna say two o'clock because two o'clock because your military time <laughs> military time is for cool kids you know listen i joined the army when i was 13 years old and i did push-ups every day and i took down osama bin laden myself and that's why i have military time on my phone <laughs> no aaron no okay so <laughs> this the, the, this is inv- the scene involves amy's lie which we are at the dentist folks we're at the dentist mm-hmm. and it has reached peak uh cringe nervousness when it comes to this line amy is being examined and holt is sitting next to the doctor like literally right next to him so close by right wearing glasses so he can see everything that's going on yes and the dentist suggests that like oh well it looks okay when i look with this mirror in your mouth but let's look at these x-rays Mm-hmm. and then amy is like uh stop don't look at the x-rays and holt's like santiago and she says, I forgot about agreeing to help you this weekend. I was mm-hmm. actually going to go out with Teddy, and so I lied to you to get out of it. Yikes. And she apologizes, but uh, she's like, at least I have great teeth, and no one can take that from me. Yes. But then the dentist is like, well, looking at these uh, x-rays here, have you ever heard of overbrushing? <laughs> Which... um. What? Overbrushing. That's a thing. Too much of a good thing, folks. When you're too aggressive with it. Too much of a good thing. Yeah, you're too forceful. But she has seven cavities because mm-hmm. she wore down the enamel and her gums by brushing too much. Uh-huh. And she's in shock. And Holt just looks at her and says, I can't help but think you deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you deserve it. <laughs> also, like, bitch. It's so funny because if she had just not opened her mouth, she would have been in the clear. Or her teeth would have rotted out of her mouth and she wouldn't know until it was had to get them all replaced. Right. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. That's so funny <laughs> to me. She could. Now, that the moral. She, these here, are these are her comeuppets. The moral here is stick to your lie. <laughs> <laughs> don't come if, clean. This is how it worked for Gina all this time. That's how it works. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't come clean. She just sticks with it. And then it just turns out okay. Yeah. But it doesn't because she told the truth. <laughs> moral <laughs> of the story, kids: you stick to that lie. Stick you stick to, to it, no matter Do what. It. No matter who comes over to your house and knocks on your door, you don't tell them nothing. Hear oh me? Oh my nothing. god. My God, Aaron. <laughs> Woo. I'm getting intense. That was very intense. Okay. So, 15 minutes, 39 seconds in. Uh, Jake will not... He he is starting to get a little frantic. They do a lie detector test on the, on the lady, mm-hmm. and she wasn't lying about anything. She said, like, I didn't know that dude was dead. I haven't seen my husband in forever. Yeah. But Jake wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. And they went... The, and now Jake is like, I bet the lie detector ain't working. So he straps it to himself. And right. ta- he's like, Terry, tell me some, ask me some questions. And he's like, 
is your favorite artist really Jay-Z? <laughs> and Jake's like, bro, yeah, of course. You know, of course, when yeah. That gangster shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it, the dude's like, lie. And he's like, <laughs> what? See, the machine's broken. And then Terry's like, but is your favorite artist really Taylor Swift? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, okay. You know, of, mm. of course not. No, no. no. And then the dude's like, lie. And then he's like, okay, come on. Well, she makes me feel things, you know. And then Terry slams his fist on the table and he's like, she makes us all feel things. Which, like, I didn't know that Terry was going to be so emotional about Taylor Swift. Uh, Who would have (laughs) thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But, like, Jake just isn't letting up. And Terry's like, all right, dude, I'm not dedicating my whole weekend to this. I'm going to go home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the next morning, he comes in early to help Jake again and Terry's like alright you like better have found something cause mm-hmm. I came in an hour early Yes. and Jake who has obviously not gotten any sleep the night before he was rewatching the interrogation tape and found out that she really wasn't lying about anything mm-hmm. and at first Terry's like uh no shit but then Jake is like it wasn't it just wasn't like uh they weren't spinning the truth the way that they needed to. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm going to lead you to the interrogation room. And what is waiting for them at the interrogation room is the murder victim, Nate Dexter. He wasn't dead. Oof. What, what a turn. What? what a turn. It turns out that the burnt remains found years ago belonged to, to Sam Bunsen. Right. And that Nate and Sam's wife were having an affair. Mm-hmm. And when Sam found out, Nate killed him. So the remains were thought to be Nate because the dude cut off his own middle finger yes. and left it there. Yeah, pretty much. He like uh, faked his own death. That's insane. Yeah, he cut off a finger. Yes, like a carrot. He did it himself. That's oh my insane. god, like a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> but Jake thought about. I guess he had the crazy idea that like, what if a dude cut off his own finger? And right. he started asking people, like, hey, you ever have to deal with, like, a nine-fingered dude? Mm. And they found him. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. The, um, the end of this scene, I was like, I felt like I just got to the end of one of my true crime podcasts I listened to. And I was that's like, true, yeah. <laughs> but during this scene where Jake is so tired, he's exhausted. Oh, my God. He's having so many issues functioning, and it's honestly so funny <laughs> so he thought he, first of all he thought he heard terry's biceps mocking him to which terry replied my my biceps insult a lot of people no mock a lot of Mo- people yeah i wrote yeah. it down wrong that's fine but he's like my biceps mock a lot of people and yeah. it's like which my first thought is like is he mentioning that there's like the uh, noodle arm people out there that are like uh wish i had those biceps what is that (laughs) and then the second issue he has is when he tells terry to follow him and like he's grinning and he doesn't get up from his chair he doesn't move he doesn't budge wait two seconds and then terry's like you know jake jake and he's like huh what hey yeah hey i'm here he's like people usually move after they say that (laughs) yeah he worked himself to exhaustion it's it's great oh my god so Let's move on to our resolutions. Resolutions. Resolution time. At 18 minutes and 20 seconds in, Gina lets Rosa and Charles know that that 
Through negotiations, she was able to get Hitchcock and Scully to promise to never use Babylon again. Right, because as we said earlier, Hitchcock and Scully broke Charles. Yes, <laughs> they did. They broke him. But the reason this happened is because she gave up the wolf blanket from earlier. And But it's fine, you know, and she was attached to it. It's fine because she replaced it with an angry unicorn blanket. <laughs> what which, is that? Which Charles is like, if I was a unicorn, I'd never be angry. What is that? <laughs> He's so weird. Happy unicorn, Charles. <laughs> That's kind of a cute reaction. So jumping further, we're 19 minutes and seven seconds in, we are, are at Shaw's Bar. Which that's the bar they always go to. That's a, okay. Good Dawes. tidbit. Little tidbit there. Trivia. Trivia. Jake is surprised to see Amy there because she's supposed to go on a trip. Right. Romantic, yeah. eve, or romantic getaway. What's happening here? Yeah. At the Berkshires. Yeah. And she tells him that she had a dental emergency. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he is again surprised by this because uh, he knows she's a really good brusher that's so cute he knows that that was her downfall though yeah but that was her downfall <laughs> um and then when teddy joins in on this conversation uh jake becomes visibly uncomfortable and kind of slips away by himself yeah it's... yeah that's a sad little moment oh yeah that hurt your heart yeah yeah i hurt my heart too and then 19 minutes, 45 seconds, and we get a little conversation between Amy and Captain Holt. She confronts him and apologizes for lying. And he says, thank you. Mm-hmm. Which I thought about it. And like, when is it that you ever get like just a straight up like, thanks, that's all I needed. I want, I'm glad you apologize. Right. Not like a. Oh, now you want to say thank you after all you did to me? Like, it's <laughs> like usually like when you've been wronged, you're right. just so angry to the point where you can't deal be with an apology with. right yeah, now. Yeah, you can't you're be like, reasoned with it all. You're like, just go away. Like, yeah, go away. Mm-hmm. But Holt is like, thank you. Which He's such it a reminds robot. me of the, but the guy that Rosa was making fun of in the previous episode, he also just wanted an apology. It's the same thing, yeah. And it's like, wow, this show is trying to teach people subconsciously how to accept apologies and right how to accept that people can change and they can be better. Remorseful, right? And that remorse is, you know, just what you need sometimes. Oh my gosh! Wow, what a concept! What, a, what I a like nice, that. I like a, that. It's real hard to grasp sometimes when you're mm. real angry, but you know, just you just gotta take it's good it. to accept some apologies when you when you can see that it's sincere. Yeah, true. And then uh, Amy's like, "I know this is following on the heels of my betrayal," which mm-hmm. interesting phrasing, <laughs> phrasing, but, <yeah>. <laughs> phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. But she's like, "Can I take off the next weekend to be with Teddy?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Sure." I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Nice. <laughs> it's actually really nice of him. Yeah. And like, like, see, he not only forgave her, but he like rewarded her. Like, mm-hmm. cause he realized that she realized that she messed up. Also, I think it's something that it's a maturity level and halt as well to see that he had, I mean, Amy is like one of his best detectives and right, this is very is exceptional and people can make mistakes, one time things, and that doesn't have to like derail their work performance or their personal, uh, like, you know, perception entirely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people right. can make mistakes and still be the same right. as they are. 
Which he did get a little angry earlier when he said that she deserved to. But that was in the moment. Tea, but, that was literally yeah, yeah. He just learned it and he was upset. But, you know, after taking some time to reflect, I'm sure he came around. But, you know, I just like that he didn't, you know, take, I guess. He didn't continuously it take it out on her. Yeah, that's what I, like, you know, he didn't, he didn't, you know, hold it against her entirely. Right. You know, it's, he, he it was a one time thing. was better than that. Yeah. It was just a mistake. I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I like this thought process that Holt has. All right. So now get ready. Get ready, guys. Because it's feels time. We're going to have some feelings. Like, I don't know. It, it was really confusing at the end of this episode because mm-hmm. a couple of our, we started to merge into more uh, character arcs, like yeah. larger character arcs at the end of this episode. Yeah. And I like 20, 20 minutes, 22 seconds in. Oh, in. We're, yeah. we're way far in. We're way at the far end of the in. episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> Carrie finds Jake at a corner table. And he's like, what's been, what's up with you, man? Yeah. Like, you set a new precinct record for arrests. You weren't happy about that. You s- solved an unsolvable case. You weren't happy about that. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- whatever's happening here, you need to, like, take care of it. You need to, you need to figure out your shit. Yeah. And Jake's like, well, maybe I can't figure it out right now. Mm-hmm. And we notice that he kind of like is looking over at Amy and Teddy as he says that Carrie yeah. also notices and looks over and he's like, Oh, he realizes what's going on. He's like, ah, oh, that's a tough one, dude. So this is our second character that now is clued into this Amy and Jake thing because first it was right. Boyle. Boyle was very all about it, and he, you know, he's the one that pushed him to, um, you know, try and talk to Amy. But he Which almost did. I absolutely, I, I still love the line that he gave where Jake asks him, "What's the difference between that guy and me?" And Charles was like, "You really want to know what the difference is?" He had the guts to ask her out. I love that too. <laughs> I was like. Just That's love so that. true. It's true because That's exactly it. The uh, difference uh, is yeah. is that he asked her out and you didn't. Yes. That's why she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. And if she was even thinking about it, you didn't make it clear. So exactly. It's not like she's gonna wait around or read your mind. People don't grow old together as best friends. Uh, you know, five feet <laughs> apart because right. they're not in a relationship. Right. <laughs> Oh, that's so sad, though. But yeah, Ter- Terry recognizes, and he's like, "So, Amy, huh?" Mm. <laughs> he's like, "Uh huh." Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "You know, it might help if we uh let let loose a little bit. Let loose, let loose a little bit." Mm-hmm. And Jake's like, "We're gonna need to get really loose." <laughs> and then we transition. Three hours later, Terry and Jake are shwasted. Dancing to What a man, what a man, what a man, what a very fine man. Oh my God. By the salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And Charles comes like belly dancing through and he's like, everybody comes around. He was like <laughs> all happy that they're like dancing to the song he was playing That's earlier. That's so cute. And Jake like points at Charles and he's like, nope, I hate myself right now for dancing to this song, but also because I didn't tell Amy how I felt in time. Oh God. Stop. <laughs> That's a lot of feels. It's a lot. 
It's a lot of feels. I don't <sighs> know. It's it, it was definitely, it felt like, it, at the beginning, you feel like, maybe this is going to be a heavy episode. Then it was yeah. a light episode, but then at the end, they get you. It gets a little heavy at the end. They always do that. Yeah, when they least expect it, they, like, add they, feelings. They punch in those feelings, and it yeah. hurts. Whew. <laughs> I'm laying down now. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking it all in. I'm taking it all in. If you didn't know, we record this show in bed. So we do. we're like laying we're like sitting up on these like uh back pillows with the little <laughs> arms. In bed. <laughs> <laughs> in bed. In bed. Remember when people would add that to the end of their sentences to make and it a joke? I think it was hilarious. Right. In bed. It's like, yeah, man, Charlie helped me out with my math homework. He's so good at math. And then yeah. someone goes, in bed. And then we're like, whoa. Oh, my God. Ah. Math in bed. Math in bed. Ah. Comedy was so much simpler when Damn, we were younger. Damn, it really was. <laughs> oh, oh. Miss the days when a yo mama joke and just saying, in bed. Was... When your jokes were scripted and they always worked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that translated to meme culture a little bit. It did. Yeah, that's meme culture, but, you know. Those jokes fly. Yeah, they do. Two weeks, get out of here. Yeah, they do. They don't They don't stay around for too long. Right. But uh, anyway. This was, I feel like uh, th- this is the, well, I don't feel, I don't know. I, you I started don't feel just, anything? I, I just started spinning words out of my mouth. I feel that. <laughs> I do the same thing. But this is the second to last episode of this season. Right. And we're getting real close to the end. Yes. And I just want to let you guys know that after we finish the first season, we're going to be a little late coming into it, Mm -hmm. but we're going to be covering uh, the seventh season of the show. The newest season. So if you are tuning into the newest season, we will be covering it and it'll actually be relevant information to you guys. A little bit. It'll be like two weeks behind. but Yeah. But you can. But uh, this is like different in comparison to like you know season one, which is a long time ago. Right. And if you've been watching a while, then you might not remember much. But like you know, this is new, and if you're tuning in, then it's fresh on your mind, and you want to talk about it or think about it. Hopefully, we can facil- facilitate that a little bit. Right. And since you guys will be a little bit ahead of the show in terms of watching, probably mm-hmm. you can uh, write in and maybe mention things that you thought was hilarious Ooh, that we yeah. thought we missed. Oh my God! Yeah, send or, us email. Yeah. Send us emails at uh, trwpod at gmail dot com. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Send us send us some emails. We can yeah. uh, talk about the episodes afterwards. Send us things you notice, questions, anything. Yeah, or That'd you can really cool. uh, DM us on Instagram. DM us trwpod on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, literally any of the places that we have said that. You know, our Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you can comment or like message us and reach us that way. And we will always see it. We will always see it. Yeah. Because we are at know. the very uh, the beginnings of our stuff. We are so. at the beginning phases of this. Yes. So, yeah, we're almost a whole season in and we're going to start season seven. So let us know if you think that's a good idea and something you want. And, you know, tell us things that you see in the episodes then when you watch them. Right. It'd be cool to have a little bit of. Uh, listener interaction. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fair warning. After next week's episode, we are going to be going into season seven, and mm-hmm. then after season seven, we'll start getting into uh the season two, and we'll go back to the yeah, throwback we'll seasons. Right. So that's that. And uh, just wanted to thank any everybody that has followed us on Spotify. Thank you so much. We are at thirty-seven Sp- fo- Spotify followers. That's I crazy. was saying like fraud of Spotify. 
but yeah i can't think right now that's amazing though yeah it's been it's been a real real cool time having y'all come through yeah and you know we got listens all over the place costa rica australia Mm -hmm. which australia still thinking about you hope you're doing okay thinking about you we love you're doing okay yeah united kingdom which is like cousin of australia (laughs) netherlands india canada this is crazy lots of people tuning in and i'm really happy that uh, we're both really happy that people are you know tuning into the show and enjoying what we're making we acknowledge you and we love you and you guys make us i mean have a purpose so that we're not just doing this for ourselves we can do it for other people as well right and currently we're sitting at six uh ratings on spot on uh, apple podcasts yeah all five star ratings thank you very much for that thank you if any of you are out there listening on apple Podcasts, please give us that little rating there it really helps us get some attention mm-hmm. so that you know when we're covering season seven and stuff people search maybe there's a podcast talking about brooklyn 99 yeah they can tune in and then we can be a big old family podcast family please do that <laughs> please 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 all right it's time to sign off y'all time to leave uh we'll leave it and uh uh thanks for listening thank you for listening thanks bye I'll see you bye. <laughs>